Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey everybody, welcome to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Camaro David, Commander Chris, coming to you from the famous Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland. It is Father's Day coming up, and what are you going to do for Dad? Well, my dad's gone, so I don't have to do anything for him except, you know, say a prayer for him, I guess. But we're, we've got two, one regular and one new person here on the show today. We've got Andy Black and uh, Mr. Wooden. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, sir. And uh, we want to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. You can check them out online at PaintedHills.com to find a store near you. Um, okay, Father's Day is coming up. Andy, quit looking at the naked posters on the back wall there. Okay. And so, really, it's Dre? It is Dre. Okay, yes, Dre. Um, every year I get dozens of emails and people stopping me and asking me, you know, what's a good gift for, you know, the weekend warrior, the backyard deck dad, you know, like that. And of course I always tell them all oh, good, good set of tongs or, you know, a good digital thermometer, but there's so much more that can be uh, available online in stores like grill center or grill works. I mean, and that, so why don't you just kind of lay a few things on us? Definitely, definitely. Um, yes, grilled grilling tongs and spatulas are fantastic. Uh, aprons work as well uh, when you are doing that smoking or grilling the splatter. Uh, you don't want to ruin your clothes, so aprons are really nice. Um, rubs and sauces are going to be fantastic as well. Uh, cutting boards, of course. Um, knives are a nice addition uh, to slice in that brisket or those ribeye steaks or tomahawks, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, even a new grill. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. Know that. We're, we're going we're gonna to get to that shortly. Well, one of the things I think that, that, you know, people are concerned about, um, it's been, a, I would say in a very kind way, a voracious last, uh, 16 months or so, but you know, there, there's gotta be price points too, for people to do this kind of shopping. So um, what I tell them is decide how much you want to spend on dad, you know, cause really <laughs> this is from my perspective, by the time you get through a lot of birthdays and mother's day and Christmas and stuff, dad's kind of right in the middle of, or the beginning of summer. So sometimes the budget's not there for dad, you know, because they've done it or they've already booked their vacation or whatever they're going to do. Lots of reasons. So I try to keep the price points out there. So you know, if we're going to do like $50 or less or a hundred dollars or less, I think the tongs are great. The aprons are great, but let's jump into the spices and rubs because sometimes, uh, you know, they'd like to experiment and, and stores like yours has lots 
of selection Definitely. for rubs. But how does a person go about choosing a good rub or maybe a, a put together a little gift pack for them or something? Yeah, definitely. Um, it really kind of depends on uh, the proteins that you cook most often. Um, if you're doing pork, uh, anything with a lot of sugar is going to be nice because uh, it's going to help build that crust. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing briskets or beef, um, something with pepper uh, to kind of help help build that dark bark is going to be fantastic. Salt, of course, as well. Um or just asking a guy like myself in one of our stores, uh, just, hey, uh, you know, what, what is a good option for me? And I can walk you through and I'll show you all the different options in the store. Yeah. What Absolutely. do you like to do, Andy? Well, I I listen to these guys. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, as you know, I like rubs and whatnot. You know, I'm not a big marinade guy. Right. You know, marinades for, you know, meat that doesn't taste good. You know, <laughs> tough you, or something. You can yeah. soak, you know, white dog turd in or something like that. And, you know, it might taste good. But uh, if you got good meat from good places in the, in the area, you're not reliant on changing the flavor that much. No. Um, you know, Dre hit it on the on the nail. Um, it's just depends what kind of protein you're cooking or meat, and finding something that you like. And everyone's tastes are different. I Definitely. Mean, you know, someone's recommended something to me before, and I tried it, and they said it was the best, and I didn't like it, but it didn't mean it was bad. I just didn't care for it. Right. So you know, that, that's something you got to consider. But you got to swing the bat. You got to see what you know what works and what doesn't work for you. And you are going to strike out once in a while, but you'll finally figure out that that prize, uh, prize rub that you like, and you're going to continue to use it. My advice to people is always, if you're not sure, get like a little chuck roast or something, you know, get a little $12 roast, put it on there, put it on your smoker, put it on your grill, do whatever you, however you're going to cook it. Yeah. Try it out. Try your rubs out. You know, the six or $8, whatever it is you, you spend on a bottle of rub, uh, you don't want to waste the money for a big brisket or four racks of ribs or whatever. Get it on there and make it taste funky, you know. And most rubs are pretty good. There's not a whole lot of difference in a lot of them. No. But but really, if you experiment with a smaller piece of meat, try it, see if it works. Then you can find out if it's really good. And then, you know, you can continue to use that or, you know, vary or whatever you want to do. Definitely, yeah. Briskets are definitely expensive, and the yeah. chuck roasts are quarter of the price. Yeah, yeah. There's not much to a, you know, to a chuck roast, especially if you get it on Tuesday or Wednesday when they're cleaning out the meat case, and <laughs> exactly. you, you might find it down in the discount <laughs> bin. You know, it's 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 pretty easy to do. Is there a difference between rubs for chicken, beef, and pork? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Because, uh, in pork and chicken, a lot of people like sugar. Um, and when, when you're cooking beef, some people might like sugar, but that's not typically uh, what you would put on beef. Um, as well as spice, not a lot of people like spices on, um, or spicy things like cayenne or jalapeno and brisket, which, which complements chicken fantastically. No, but you're right. I think that you've got to I mean, when you think brisket, it's a big piece of meat, right? Okay, so I always kind of stick with the basics, which to me is salt, pepper, and garlic. Exactly. And and I kind of create my own. I've got a closet full of, of uh, rubs that people have sent me. Most all of them are very good. You know, I won't jump up and say, like Andy said earlier, this is the absolute best thing I've ever tasted. Uh, hard for somebody to actually say that. If, if you've been around this thing more than a couple of days, 
But, you know, again, if you stick with the basics on that, then you can branch out and, and find rubs that you do. Now, I, I will say that if you're cooking beef, and I know Andy has experience in this too, <clears throat> if you're going to do something like a tri-tip, which is a great piece of meat, it's, you know, it's more tender than um, a brisket. It, it takes one-tenth of the time to cook it, you know, all of that. Sometimes I will use some stuff that's got some uh, a little sweetness to the tri-tip on that. I stay away from it with the brisket, but on the tri-tips, I, I go that way. Yeah, definitely. Even a little spice on a brisket is nice, too. Yeah. A little jalapeno hint or something, especially when you go to sear it at the end. It's, it complements it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I mean, when you when you have a good quality piece of meat, like, you know, the Painted Hills that you support. Right. Um you don't have to mess with it too much. Sometimes you don't have to mess with it at all, yeah. but, but, uh, you can cook it right up. Good. I mean, it, it's good off the grill. I mean, we've done that before. Yeah. Um, you buy it from, and I won't name the places, but we all know them. Um, yeah, you gotta, you know, goose it up a little bit, so to speak, to make it uh desirable to eat. <laughs> well, and here's, here's the thing. And we got a couple of minutes before we go to break here. Um, you were talking about injecting or marinades. I'm not a, Personally, folks, it's just me. I'm not a big fan of either one. To me, the injecting stuff right. is going to go more for the competition guys, which is great because they're trying to make that, you know, six degrees of separation be between theirs and their next competitor when they go to sample it. Um, really, when you inject stuff, for me, you, you kind of make pockets of flavor in whatever you're injecting. And then if it's a brisket, if you don't inject it, properly all the way through and that then you're not going to get that flavor all the way through and that's a lot of work for people definitely i i 100% agree i also think that the injections are for people who are uh, don't want to make that mistake if they're entertaining a bunch of people and they only have one brisket injected it's completely fine sure you know you don't want to mess that up for that many people right 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 no i i think that it, and we see that a lot on the competition side i mean these guys and gals are coming up with some incredible flavors to inject yeah. it with you know they might get a you know the blood of a ct fly or something you, you just <laughs> never know what they're going to come up with on that and that's and that's interesting and that makes it work for them but i think the average backyard warrior which is kind of what we're talking about dance day here they're probably not going to do that you know it, it'll take them a while especially if they're kind of just getting into it yeah other than they've had a you know a 199 grill that they bought at a big box store. Um, and they've kind of gone through that cause they don't last very long, but now they've got some experience and they're ready to step up. Then, you know, then we certainly, certainly, certainly can do that. Um, we're going to be talking about some grill selection in the next segment. Andy, is it true that what they say about you and your spices? Uh, what, <laughs> what do they say? is probably the better question to respond to. Well, you're you're kind of a Texas guy, and yeah. so you think that everybody in Texas can don't take offense, listeners in Texas. I'm making a joke here that they can shoot straighter, jump higher, you, you know, cook better, and all that stuff. So you never vary from the Texas formula, which right? Is right. A Dalmatian formula, as we call it. Yeah, in Brazos yeah. County, Texas, where I'm from, you know, it's. It's kind kind of, of, sorry, I asked. Yeah. <laughs> well, you notice from Brazos or from Bryan, Texas, where I'm from, is Aaron Franklin that has his place in Austin. So right. obviously we know how to do stuff. But you know, it's you know, barking is kind of a sport 
for us out there. Right. You know, next to football, it's probably the biggest thing. It might even be bigger than football to some people. But, you know, just salt and pepper and maybe, you know, something else, some garlic salt maybe. Um, That's it. I mean, we don't goose it up too much because we like to play over the meat. We're going to take a break here on The Nation on the Sun Radio Network. We're going to be back with Andy and Dre in just a few minutes. Uh, Don't go away. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the Sun Radio Networks. I'm your host, JT, and we've got Andy and Dre with us today from Grillworks. PDX, how's that? That work? Grillworks Supply Company. Supply Co. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah the PDX is the uh, website. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just trying to cover all the bases for you. There, well, we appreciate that, Junior. Um, if you'd like to send us a question or anything, you can go to the Cowboy, or not the Cowboy Cook. You can do that too, but you can go to BBQ Nation with JT.com and there's a little icon there. You can send me a message that's Barbecue Nation, BBQ Nation, JT dot com and send me a, a thing there or you can just info at the cowboycook.com either one of those will get to me of course we have facebook and twitter and all the social media platforms so a bazillion of those we're setting new records on downloads and stuff so that's very cool so let's get back and talk uh with andy and dre here about grills very few people there's over 90 million people in this country that that grill okay so first of all how many people do you get come in off the street and it's their first time first time in the store or, or this is their first grill that first grill first grill how often um i would probably say two to three times a week very often that's really kind of i i, I know the popularity has increased but i really find that kind of interesting that they had never done it before yeah um I don't know if they've been living under a rock or, or what's going on, but I think uh, grilling is definitely for everybody and getting the family outside is, is one of those things that, you know, keeps the family together kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And Dre hit it, man. It's like, I was reading this article the other day, this outdoor living space thing with outdoor grills or, you know, the, the custom outdoor kitchens that I do, um, it is just out of control and we don't see it going down or leveling off anytime soon. Maybe no. never. Yeah, not even um, close. Uh, I mean, there's, well, I would say anything good came out of COVID, but people were stuck at home and couldn't travel and things of that nature. So, you know, there's a need for it. And they found out, hey, barbecuing's cool. And, you know, Dre said, you know, your family and friends are over, you're barbecuing, um, it tastes good. It's just something that we're really excited about. Well, I think we kind of, if like you were saying, one thing that happened with COVID, it kind of pried the lid off of, this constant movement yeah. that we've been in for years 100%. and you know there was nothing wrong with that except it kind of made people focus more on their home their being around family more they had they had to stay busy so there weren't too many homicides inside the domicile <laughs> you know that type of thing so they they really got into it and it's interesting that you say that because a couple of my neighbors where i live that rarely cook you know they just had an, an older gas grill and there's nothing wrong with that but i noticed they went out and got 
um, pellet smokers and stuff to work with. So, which leads us into, that's called a segue, into <laughs> some suggestions on um, grills for dad. If, if, you, if dad's been talking about wanting to jump up and do something a little more, what do you got? Uh, yeah, if he wants to get into the, uh, the pellet world with, you know, smoking pellets, um, Traeger have some fantastic options. They have multiple models, uh, from multiple price points starting at, uh, 400 bucks, uh, all the way up to $2,000. Sure. So it's price points for everybody. Um, as well as green mountain. Uh, those are other options, uh, for pellet smokers. If you want to get into kind of charcoal, uh, we have Kamado Joe, we have big green egg, uh, there's PK, uh, Weber, of course. Um, we, we have multiple options for kind of every smoking category. Yeah. yeah. We got Primo too. Primo as well. A lot like a green egg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's, they're all good. And in different parts of the country, there's other, because uh, this show is nationwide, there's Definitely. other brands, Louisiana Grills, yep. they have a nice Kamado, uh, Grilla Grills, which I'm working with now out of Michigan. They have a really nice Kamado, very much, uh, the only thing about the Kamado is that you got to be pretty fit to move them around yeah exactly i i say just keep them solidified find a spot leave it there yeah i can't yeah. tell you how many times i get people in oh i just try to move it down one step and they're buying a new grill yeah they're, yeah. they're theft proof yeah, yeah they are theft -proof. they come with the one, house usually yeah, yeah. yeah typically yeah it's not necessarily untrue yeah no it's uh back in the days when we were doing the uh for another brand andy and i were working with a company and friend of mine that got one when he sold his house it went with it because oh, yeah. he didn't want to move it no he, no he was, but i will say this there are available especially out there now through gorilla grills they have carts uh and these are all terrain vehicles yeah these carts are they're not those little aluminum hard caster wheels like these are air pressured wheels pneumatic wheels like that they steer uh yeah. they've got a handle on it and so um you know it once you get it up on the cart, which is a little bit of work, yep. but two people can do it really easy. Yeah. You can steer that thing around and move it, pull it under cover, do all that stuff. And it comes with bungees to hold it down too. Yeah. 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 It's a really nice cart. Yeah. It works really well. So we're doing that. Okay. So if they want to do the pellet things, we just gave them some suggestions. What about gas? Because people, more people cook on gas than anything. Yeah, definitely. Um, gas Weber, of course, you know, they have a household name kind of across the country. Uh, Napoleon makes a fantastic option as well. Uh, they're out of Canada. Um, Broil King makes some fantastic options. Those are really kind of price point grills. You can find something from 300 bucks all the way up to, you know, $3,500. And sure. then if you want to get into an all stainless option, kind of lifetime warranted, you're moving into uh, Blaze uh, is going to get you some really nice stainless steel options. And uh, Delta, Twin Eagles and some of those. Yep. Delta Heat, Twin Eagles. There's DCS and Alfresco. There's a bunch of brands that offer really nice pieces to cook with. So what you really need to do is just kind of figure out your budget and yep. then go out and look at dad's grill on the deck or the back porch. And if there's it's rusted out in the bottom and there's holes in it, or there's been one too many grease fires. Maybe that's when you start thinking about it. Yeah. If the paint on the inside is peeling and, <laughs> and that stainless is flaking off, it, it's time. Yeah, it is. It is time to, time to get it. Andy, what do you cook on these days? Um, well, you know, I've got a Primo, so using hard lump, uh, charcoal. Sure. You know, I think that's the best flavor. I mean, back to your gas thing. Gas isn't popular because it's the best flavor out there, it, but it's convenient. 
You know, you can come home from work, you can fire it up, you can cook pretty fast. I mean, cooking on my Prima is a weekend thing. It's yeah. not coming home from work and, and cooking on it. That never happens. Um, what else have I been cooking on? I, I kind of mess around with a little bit of everything. You know, I've had an Evo before, mm-hmm. which is a, a product out of uh, out of Portland. and that's kind of a flat top. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the Benihana stuff. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a round cooktop, but you can cook everything on it. We're gonna take a break. Ran over, ran over on this this section. Um, we're gonna take a break here on Barbecue Nation. We'll be back with Andy and Dre right after this. If you're enjoying GT and his show, come check out my podcast, Around the House with Eric G, where we talk home improvement and design right here where you catch this podcast. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Now Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the Sun Radio Network. I'm your host, JT, and we've got Andy Black and Dre Wooden with us from... Go ahead and say it. Grow Works Supply Company. There you go. In Portland. Great store. Lots of stuff in there. You can check them out online, but we're here to give you suggestions today. I'd like to f- thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef the way nature intended. Andy has eaten enough of it. He can tell you that it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah. And also, Gunter. I got to say it right. Gunter Wilhelm Knives. You can find them online at GunterWilhelm.com. Great knives. Um Really good. Also, don't forget if you got a question for us, just go to bbqnationjt.com and send me a note. I'll get it and I will respond. Besides Toby Keith singing, singing drinking songs, uh, what's your idea of a good Father's Day? Even though you're not a dad, Andy, what's your idea of a good Father's Day and and how do how do you surprise Dad if you're going to buy him a new grill? Uh, by the way, I do have two dogs, so I'm a dad. They think that you're their child. <laughs> oh, okay. They take care of you. That. Yeah. Um, and you've got Sonny and you got, you're babysitting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> enough of that. Um, so what kind of grill? Well, you know, figure out what kind of grill he likes to cook with. That'd, that'd be a starter. And obviously, you're probably not going to break the bank doing it, right? I mean, um, probably the most popular thing out there, and I think Dre hit on earlier, is like the pellet grills right now. Um, the Traegers, you know, they got the name out there, right? There's, there's other options at this point, but Traegers, in my opinion is it's kind of like the crock pot for barbecuing, you know, you can't screw it up really. Um, and you don't have to babysit it either. So if if your dad's not a big, big barbecue guy and wants to get something that's going to have a good end result, um, probably the pellet grills the way to go. Hardwood charcoal, he's got to be an enthusiast. Um, gas, that's simple. You know, it's, it, you flip it on, you cook and you turn it off and you pull it off. Um, if he's that guy, fine. And, and Dre touched on this earlier when we were walking up here. Um, there, what's become real popular is the tech stuff out there. You know, right. you can have applications on your phone or your, your smart device and it'll tell you what the temperature is. Um, kind of, you know, you, you can still watch the football game type of thing. You don't have to hang out on the back deck. Um, those are becoming increasingly popular. Well, the other thing that leads me to is also, uh, digi thermometers, Thermoworks, those guys, mm-hmm. lots of selections. Uh, you're again, you're not going to break the bank. 
doing it. They do have some really high end stuff. If, if this is what you're doing all day, every day, but most people don't do that. I've had one that I've used for about three years now, same one. And it's great, you know, and they, the probe will fold up for you, you know, you easy to clean, just wipe them off like that. A lot of those are under a hundred bucks. Some of them are under 30 bucks. Yeah, very true. Thermoworks has some fantastic options from, yeah, like you said, $30 up to $230. Right. So that, that works out really good. I want to go back um, and just revisit really quickly when you talked about gas grills. A lot of people that, that ask me questions and that, they, I, well, back up a step. I try to explain to them that the grills they're going to buy at the big box stores even though some of those brand names are the same that like your store would carry. Yep. Uh, and then we're talking gas grills now, but they're not the same. They, it's kind of like if you buy a, a TV at Walmart and it might be an LG or a Vizio or something like that, but that same TV is not going to have the features, same features and all the features, especially with like Andy was saying, the tech features that you're going to get from somebody who specializes in selling televisions. And I think that same thing applies to gas grills. I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And, um, you know, a lot of these big box stores, they throw on, uh, lights on the handles or side burners to kind of intrigue you. Right. Uh, but the main thing to really consider when getting into a gas grill is going to be the warranty. Uh, warranty is a huge thing. Uh, a lot of these grills at the big box stores are only going to offer you a one to maybe five year warranty. And that's for a reason is, they don't last. Exactly. They don't stand behind their product. You know, I was really surprised when I was at uh, one of those uh, home improvement places, we'll call it. Right. And they had grills out in front when you walk in. $200. Right. Fantastic deal. Yeah, it's a good price, and I won't use my analogy, but it's not the the product or the end result that you want. No. Um, you know, it costs it's temporary. $200. It, it's worth it. It's not even worth $200, because... You know, what did it cost them to make it over in China, probably? Oh, you buck know, and a half, two bucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. it couldn't cost them a whole lot if the if the retail price is $200. Right. Um, so, Well, and the other thing, like I was saying, if, uh, you look at those, take a look at those folks, and then go look at something like, an, you know, Napoleon or a Twin Eagles or Delta <laughs> or a, uh, Weber Genesis, any of those. Just look at the box. Yeah. Not the cardboard box, the metal box <laughs> that everything's inside of the frame. Look at the difference in the thickness of the metal. Yep. Okay. Walk to the end of it, pick it up, just pick it up like that and down. And you'll find that those ones at the big box stores, there's about $30 worth of metal in them. And if you go to and pick it up, you know, a Weber Genesis or Napoleon or that there's uh two, $300 worth of metal in those and you can just tell by the weight and um how solid they are absolutely yeah, yeah little things i look for is you know like the twin eagles which you know i'm fond of right um they, they have a double lined uh hood so you'd think well you know that's for your kids coming up and touching the top where they're cooking not burning their hands no no that's to keep heat in and to keep moisture in to give your your meat a, a better end result especially um, when you're doing like rotisseries and things like that uh -huh. right and and even pick up the grates yeah. You know, is there any weight to them? Um, Twin Eagles grates are just, they're over-engineered probably, but they're, uh, well, they're, you, when you think, when you think of the thermodynamics 
of of a gas grill you're basically turning it you if you've got like let's just say something simple like three burners burner on your left is probably going to be your direct heat and the burners on your right are going to be your indirect heat so it turns it into a convection oven all right we all know that but when it's that thinner metal and the seams aren't put together you know they're not riveted or welded or however they configured it and you can see daylight through the holes in the bottom then the whole thing of doing the convection oven type cooking on a gas grill kind of goes out the window because you can't keep your heat yeah especially like like andy touched on having that double wall insulation that yeah exactly yeah that, yeah that helps a lot and like you said even in weber's they give you a little bit of double wall on the top cast the aluminum in the side and i mean it's they're fantastic options yeah now i'm not saying if 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 200 bucks is in your budget and that's what you can do and you're only going to use this for a year or so go do it because it, you think like maybe you're going to move maybe you're going to get transferred from your job maybe there's lots of maybes in life. We run into them every day, but that might be the smart play for some people. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mentioned on a previous show that I got my chops cooking on just a simple charcoal Weber. Right. I used that for 10 years down in yeah. Texas. And people would eat my barbecue and they go, that is phenomenal. And that just proves to the point that you don't have to be- have the best grill out there to have no. a good end result. You just got to know what you're doing. My exactly. buddy Al has had the same Weber kettle for 32 years. Yeah. I kid you not. I believe it. And I, and I, I tried to, t- yeah, you know, Al, and I tried to talk him into like, man, I can help you get a better. No, I'm good. I'm good. He's comfortable with it. Yeah. And that's he, what he knows. That's what he knows. And he cooks well on it. And his wife, who I know very well, because we went to school together, she's a tremendous cook. And she's like, no, no, I think he's good. I've tried <laughs> to buy him, you know, they can afford it. He's, he's, perfectly fine with it but the other thing too is when you come home and i've we've talked about this on the show a couple of times you come home from work now that we're back out in the mixture of population and you you're actually going to the office or going on the job or whatever when you come home you don't want to wait an hour or so to get your charcoal right you know you want to fire up the grill that's the other convenient thing for for pellets too you know, you can have most of those pellet um, apparatuses up in about 15 minutes to temp if, if it's, you know, if you've kept it clean and it's doing all the right thing. And, and you can kind of do the same thing with charcoal as well. Some people kind of forget the charcoal starters, uh, the chimney starters, chimneys, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you can fill those chimneys up, a couple of them with charcoal, put a, a fire starter underneath, and you have some raging hot coals in, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And you can do burgers and you can do hot dogs under 30 minutes. Right. And still get that good yeah, flavor. flamethrower. It works really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, a great thing, idea. I have a thing called the grill gun. Yep. It's done by blaze industries. Put one of those little Coleman things on it. It, it looks like I, I totally mean, I thought it looked like an old Beretta, but it wasn't, it was a Taurus that he had. He kind of modeled it after and you just turn on the gas and you click the trigger once and the, it'll start to burn. And then you, take that off and you turn up the gas and then you just squeeze the handle and it literally is like a blowtorch. And of course with the TV stuff I do, we don't have the time always to wait around, you know, and even if you use the chimney stuff, which is great, we still might not have the time. So I use that. It also burns weeds really well. I'll tell you, (laughs) but you can, you can just like, Or another little trick we do on television, I probably shouldn't say this, but if the meat isn't done, but we're going live in like two minutes, 
looks great. It's fantastic it, sear. It, it's a fantastic <laughs> sear, and boy, they can't believe how pink it is in the middle. Like, <laughs> that's okay. We paint lawns too. Exactly. <laughs> we make them green. We can change colors on anything. I'll tell you that. Um, cutting boards and knives, I think, are really nice additions as well too. That's I mean, cool. everybody likes a shiny knife, um, a Damascus steel knife. Um, you know, you get friends coming over and you're slicing that brisket with that fancy knife. You yeah. know, it's 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 a it's a it's and a make scene. sure it's sharp if you're going to show off yes. your brisket because too many too many times I watch. I look at a lot of Twitter videos and every once in a while you see somebody on there, they're just sawing on that poor thing and going, man, doesn't this look great? It goes, no, it's like you're cutting a pine tree. <laughs> Shredded brisket. Here's my suggestion. And we got to go to break grease buckets. You know what I mean? Get a, get them a grease bucket. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back here on the nation in just a minute. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to the Nation Barbecue Nation here on the Sun Radio Networks. I'm JT, and today we're talking with Andy, Andy, the Black Feather Man, Andrew. Trey Wooden from, go ahead and say it. Growworks Supply Co. There you go. Did you like my little idea about the grease buckets in the last one? Absolutely. It was perfect. Yeah. I'll confess something to you. We were shooting something last week, a brand new grill I was trying out. Had everything going, doing this. And at the end of the shoot, I looked down and there's grease. Because <laughs> I had forgotten. My dumbass, I had forgotten to put a little grease can in there. Oh, no. All on the concrete? Uh, on the pavers. Oh, yeah. on the pavers. Oh. Yeah. I'll pressure wash it off and get yeah. it off there. But, you know, I was just like, how can you be so stupid? <laughs> well, you get busy and you forget. That's why things like we've been talking about are good uh, good ideas. Also, you said something at the break, Trey. Storage containers. Yes. The other thing that I was to go along with that, and then you can expound on that. You can go to a store... You can go to Walmart, you can go to any kind of discount store and they have portable racks. Some of them have wheels, some of them don't that you can put together. They're three, four level racks, you know, under a hundred dollars. Most of them that with a storage container is a really good idea for dad to put all his barbecue stuff on. You know, you can put the, the pellets or the charcoal or the fuel or an extra gas tank on the lower rack. You can put the cleaning equipment just above it. You can put the tongs and that stuff in a tub or hang them up. There's all kinds of good ideas to use with that. You always need more storage space. I don't care how big your house is. I agree. And and you definitely need the storage space and you want to keep it clean. Nobody wants to walk out to the garage and see 30 bags of pellets, you know, strewn everywhere. Like you do at my house. <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. My wife will walk by and go, hmm. She doesn't even have to say anything. She just looks at it and goes, hmm. <laughs> then I know it's time to break out the pressure washer, you know, get the shop vac out, do that. That's another good idea. I did. There are all kinds of shop vacs, shop vac brand itself, but there's other models. If you have an older shop vac, especially a smaller one, buy dad a new one and convert the older one to using on the barbecues only. Agreed. That's what I've done. Agreed. 
Yeah, because and you don't care if it gets greasy in the hose or anything. I always recommend to my customers to invest in a shop vac. That's twenty dollars at HD Home yeah. Depot. Sorry, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's definitely going to make cleanup process super easy. Yeah, and you can even you know you can get a cute stencil it and go you know dad's vac or something exactly you know do something like put it that. in a huge box and put a, a bow box. on it. Yeah, <laughs> put it in a box inside a box inside exactly. a box like that, and then. You, you know, instead of the Corvette he thinks he's going to get, he's going to get a shop vac. Exactly. But, you know, with a rack on the side. What do you, what do you cook on? Uh, I cook on a PK, uh portable kitchen. Uh, yeah. They're out of Arkansas. They've been around since 50s, 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they're fantastic. It's a cast aluminum body, a charcoal grill. You can uh, smoke on it. You can grill on it. You can do everything. The PK 360. There you go. What do you guys think of flat tops? I'm going to. I, I've had experience in restaurants mm -hmm. and so uh, and catering, and there was a lot of times when I was doing catering jobs that if I would have thought to bring a portable flat top, it would have made my job much easier. But I didn't because we were we were doing the barbecue stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think flat tops are definitely nice, especially in the morning doing breakfast and hash browns and stuff like yeah. that. Philly cheesesteaks for lunch or dinner. Yeah, fantastic. Burgers, burgers, everything. Yeah. yeah. You can do Blackstone's got some nice ones. They're Absolutely. not very expensive. No, not at all. They have some uh, options with air fryers in them and everything now. They're yeah. pretty cool. Air fryers, huh? Yeah. Wow. Did you catch that over there, Blackfeather? Yes, I did. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't say anything. I think usually you have some <laughs> some quip about something. Well, you know, I, I, I love the Evo, but just the price isn't for everybody. Right. Um, you know, they're not cheap, but they, they do a great job. But uh, there's other things out there that, you know relatively do the same job and and they're fun well, and you know you kind of touched on something too that there's a lot of girls out there that you can take to you know go camping with you can go tailgating with um you can take it over to a friend's house if you want to and you know it doesn't give you a superior end result but it is portable um i think those are becoming increasingly popular well one thing i was going to throw in here that i forgot in a previous segment when you, i was telling you about the the fire disc that's mm -hmm. under 400 bucks yeah that's ridiculous that's, that's you a know good price. i mean it, and that's a you know made in usa type it's texas yeah yay, yay you know so you know it's it's made there and um there's probably a little cost on shipping i don't know what that would be but still I think it's three ninety nine or something for one of those. So you do that and you can spell, you know, spend 12 bucks and get a six pack of those little Coleman gas canisters. And I think you're good to go. Yeah. I like that feature like you talked about earlier where there's that, I think you said a two inch lip on it. Yeah. Kind of to contain everything. So right. it doesn't fall off. Right. Um, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but you know, if, if you're out there cooking and whatnot and things get a little out of control, it's not falling on the ground and, and, and things like that well if you mean there's something in the air yes yeah like yeah. like six pack of budweiser like a six pack of budweiser and a tailgater <laughs> but the great thing is about a tailgater is you it'll cool off fast right right if you go i don't know what the rules are in other parts of the country but i know here when we do tailgating it uh at the ducks or the beavers or any of those you can't use charcoal Right. Okay, you can use gas. I'm not sure about pellets, but something like that fire disc or a flat top, uh, really handy. Definitely. You, you turn them off, and by the time you get back from halftime, it's cool. It's ready to go in the car. Don't put them in the car hot, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Andy did that once. 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 I did everything once. Yeah. <laughs> he had he had to um, 
get a new car. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about uh, Grillworks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we sell everything from rubs, sauces, uh, to pizza peels. We even sell pizza dough and pizza sauce. Which brings me to the point: pizza ovens are becoming increasingly popular, right? Right. Now. Yep. That's what I. That's what I was going to say next. Is uh, yeah, we do uh, pizza ovens as well. Uh, out of Italy, it's a brand called Alpha, mm-hmm. uh, and we ship those as well. So um, we we kind of do everything. The only thing we're not into yet is uh, offsets. Uh, just kind of in our demographic in Beaverton, kind of Portland area, offsets aren't that popular yet. Um, a lot of people like the easeability of the kind of set it and forget it, the electric pellet smoker. Right. Um, but hopefully soon. <laughs> well, there you go. There are some nice electric uh, pellet smokers out there for the price mm-hmm. and the convenience. Yes. You know, they're not. I mean, we've got some of the best ones in the world. The uh, Big Chief, Little Chief, those here have been made here in Oregon long long time yeah and uh big chief and little chief i think those are some of the best fish smokers ever made love smoke fish all right we have got to get out of here for this week on the nation i want to thank andy black and dre wooden from go ahead and say it grow work supply Co. there you go <laughs> um i was gonna say girls you know Dre's available but he's not because he, <laughs> he spilled the beans and said he's got a girlfriend so yes but We'll keep an eye on him for you. How's that? (laughs) Um, Yeah, Father's Day's coming up. We've got, uh, who have we got? Uh, We've got Will Homer coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, We've got Meathead coming up again before the 4th of July. We've got a lot of them that uh, are on the books, so we'll be doing that. Until then, I'm JT. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Take care, everybody. All right. Thanks, JT. Thank you. You're welcome. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.